Welcome to the Pure Green Podcast, where founder of Pure Green, Ross Franklin, interviews inspiring entrepreneurs to uncover their key habits for success. Now, here's your host, Ross Franklin. On the Pure Green Podcast today, we have Jasmine Jordan, the first female brand rep for the Jordan brand and liaison to the Charlotte Hornets with the Jordan brand. Jasmine, thank you so much for being here. No, thank you so much for having me. So to kick things off today, can you talk a little bit about the work that you do with the Jordan brands? Absolutely. So I'm a sports marketing field rep, as you mentioned, the only one that's in Jordan brand as a female. And I essentially am the representative and managing relationships with our athletes, specifically with our WNBA players from Crystal Dangerfield, Dierka Hamby, all the way down to certain NBA players as well, like Rui Hachimara. And then with the Charlotte Hornets being the only Jordan brand team in the NBA, I also manage our relationship with them and our athletes on that roster. So it's a beautiful joint partnership amongst across the board from WNBA and NBA. That's amazing. So you're going after just some of the top athletes and are you responsible for finding them and making sure that they're a good fit for the brand? Yes, definitely. It's a lot of research specifically for WNBA, understanding who we want a part of the Jordan family, as we like to say, really just keeping it tight knit and close. We want to make sure that regardless of what market they're playing in both WNBA and NBA, they really speak true to the Jordan brand. They speak true to our culture. They speak true to our consumer. And it's a lot of research and just conversations and understanding athletes as athletes, but also as individuals, people and brands. So a lot of research goes into it. We love the fact that we are able to expand our family when we can. What are some of the things that you look for in the recruitment process? Obviously, like their performance and their social media. Are you looking at that as well? Does the number of followers, does that matter as part of the process? Yes and no. Obviously, we want our athletes to feel that they're marketable, but they're understood. And we've done our due diligence to understand who they are. But we also want to make sure we leave it open for them to say, hey, what have we missed? Or correct us if we're wrong. And that way we can understand the partnership even better. So it's definitely some research that goes into it. But from a social media standpoint, of course, in this day and age, you can't not pay attention to followers and how they're posting and how they carry themselves on a platform that they typically control on their own. We won't get too lost in like if you have 10,000 or 10 million followers that we don't care too much about, but at least seeing how you like to show your personality and connect with your fans and how you like to bring people into your space is definitely something unique. And we like to understand a little bit deeper. So let's say like you did your research, you think you've identified some amazing talent. What's the next process? Do you go out to meet them in person? Do you have a Zoom? Do you have a call with them? What's that process like? It's definitely shifted post, pre, and during COVID, but we typically definitely love to have in-person conversations because at the end of the day, you can talk to whoever, but until you get in front of them and feel an individual's energy and just understand how you connect, all the work's for nothing at that point. So we do love to meet our athletes in person. And then if not, we set up a Zoom. It's a conversation and being like, hey, I did my homework. This is how I see you. And this is how I see you within the brand. And correct me if I'm wrong or tell me what else I can add to your profile as an individual and as an athlete. So we definitely love to obviously have that face-to-face. And if not, we adjust and do it via Zoom or whatever makes sense. So let's say you bring them on, they join the Jordan brand family. What does that mean to them? What's required of them? What's involved? Can you walk us through that a little bit? Absolutely. So it's definitely different per athlete, but it's always a dream come true. I've yet to meet anybody join the family that's like, no, this isn't my dream. So we love to hear that because it makes us feel like, okay, we picked the right athletes essentially, but it's a little bit of everything when it comes to them performing. 
on the court. We want to make sure we're giving them the best of the best product. Right now, that's our AJ36, along with some of our additional signature models like Russell Westbrook's Why Not signature shoe. And we just announced Luka Doncic's signature shoe. So we want to make sure that no matter what our athletes have, pinnacle product, and they're able to excel and pretty much play at their highest potential when they hit the court. And then off court, it's our lifestyle brand. It's our apparel. It's our activations and events and making sure that we're really telling their story, but also telling ours as a brand and it's constantly evolving. And so it's just a matter of understanding how we want to partner and brand and connect again back to our consumers and doing it in unique ways that are both on the court, off the court, or on the field and off the field, if it's football or baseball, et cetera. So you mentioned like telling their story. How do you go about doing that? And like through what mediums? We love storytelling because, again, it allows the athlete to not just be seen as an athlete. Again, they're people at the end of the day. And so you can go your typical route with our incredible media and communications global team, and they love to storytell with certain outlets. We also like to be creative as well when it comes to our athletes in their field and how they play their game with their shoes. Obviously, we make what we call PEs, which is player editions. And that's whichever shoe or model that they like to represent. So our AJ36, for example, is our pinnacle product right now. And so we allow our athletes to kind of create their own colorway and tell their stories through their footwear. And I think right now, coming off of an incredible NBA finals last night, and unfortunately, our Jason Tatum did not get the win, but you were able to see throughout the playoff series, different colorways and PEs he was wearing on his feet. And that's just storytelling that he can do with his consumers through his footwear. And that's just a unique opportunity. So we like to kind of marry old school manners of telling the stories through media, et cetera, but also be as creative and evolving as possible by telling it through apparel and footwear. Wow. You mentioned before we got started today, you've been traveling a lot this month. Is a lot of that all because of the Jordan brand and working with these athletes and the events and that type of thing? For sure. Right now we are in the thick of WNBA season. And so I am making my rounds to make sure I get to see as many of our athletes as possible. We have our largest roster of WNBA athletes at 13 right now with nine of them being active. And so it's going to Atlanta to see Ryan Howard or going to LA to see Jordan Canada. Like I am whipping and running right now, which my son's probably like, really mom, you're leaving again. (laughs) But nonetheless, I love it. I got to do what I got to do and still try to make it home for those key moments with him. That's awesome. And then with your work in terms of being a liaison between the Jordan brand and the Charlotte Hornets, can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So it's like I said, obviously, Charlotte Hornets is owned by Michael Jordan, owned by my dad. And so it's the only NBA team that is a true Jordan team. And so while the other teams have their alternate statement jerseys that does feature the Jumpman, all of the Hornets have Jumpman jerseys. And so it's making sure that they're good when it comes to their product. And then alongside with that, we have certain athletes on the roster that also are Jordan family members like Kai Jones. And so again, making sure his footwear is situated, he gets his colorways that are not just purple and teal, but maybe there's some alternatives and things of that nature and just making sure that there's some synergy across the board with them as a specific team within the league. And so we'd love to have their conversations, making sure they feel good about their jerseys, making sure Kai and the rest of the team feel like their footwear and their product is on time and just making sure they feel good and they're ready to perform when the NBA season comes back around. That's awesome. Are the Hornets the only team that have the Jordan brand jerseys? No. So every team has one Jordan jersey, but the Hornets are the only Jordan brand team. So with our partnership with the NBA, we do have the ability to at least have statement jerseys across the board with a job man on it. But the Hornets are the only Jordan team. Wow. I want to shift the conversation a little bit to what's really interesting is that in the entrepreneur world, there's so many analogies to the sports world. 
very famous athletes are quoted all the time in the business world. And I see you, you're just, you're hustling, you're traveling all month, you're working with these athletes. So you're in the business world, but, and also deeply connected in the sports world. So I'm really curious just around being around all of these top tier athletes. Is there a correlation in your opinion with the business world and the sports world? And do the same techniques and strategies apply in both worlds? What's your take on that? I definitely think so. At the end of the day, entrepreneurs, whether they're self-made or they're representing a brand specifically, there's a lot of hard work and commitment and dedication that comes into doing what they do day in and day out. And there's also a lot of research. Like You have to know what you're talking about or love what you're doing and want to making sure that you're putting out the right product from an entrepreneurial standpoint. And from an athletic mindset and for these athletes, they do the same thing. They work incredibly hard on their bodies. They have to stay healthy. They have to stay mentally ready. And they also have to do research on opponents, whether that's watching film or understanding practice and putting in the hours that are needed to get the results that they want at the end of the day. So I definitely feel like there's a lot of synergy between just entrepreneurs, businesses and business owners and athletes in full. And the overlap is almost identical. It's just a matter of approach being different, but they're definitely very similar. You're in the unique position where you're around a lot of superstars, a lot of top tier athletes, like all the time. So with having such close proximity, is there anything that you've seen that is like the secret sauce or just things that you've picked up on and noticed that really help contribute to making them successful? It's honestly the willingness to evolve and it's the willingness to change. Cause at the end of the day, like where the world was 10 years ago, 15, 20, it's not today. And I definitely notice along our W athletes, NBA, and across our roster, our athletes are always willing to listen to the data, listen to the research, listen to the audience and the consumers. And they evolve with whatever we're suggesting as a brand or they're making us consider as well. And so that understanding and ability to really feel comfortable with evolving as the times continue to grow and the consumers to continue to change, whether it's Gen Z, millennials and beyond. That's a crucial point that you can only drive home and understand with that willingness to do so. So I think that's something that it's definitely unique and something I've noticed across the board with our athletes. That's awesome. Did you see the new movie with Adam Sandler called Hustle? Not yet. I need to see it because it looks incredible. (laughs) It's such a good movie. It's great. I highly recommend it. It comes to mind just because you mentioned to me earlier, you're traveling like 27 days out of the month. Like it's crazy. He's like a scout in the movie, like scouting, like basketball talent. Just hearing like you talk about all the research it takes to find these top tier athletes to go out and recruit them and maintain the relationships that just came to mind. So just curious if you saw it, you should definitely see it. Not yet. I definitely will. Once I hopefully get home this weekend, I could totally just relax finally, but I have to because it looks incredible just from the trailers. So speaking about that, you're so busy with the Jordan brand. You're traveling so much. You're a mom. How do you balance everything? <laughs> I don't know if it's balanced. <laughs> I call it organized chaos. That's for sure. But it's hard. And it's just something that I got to really just pace myself and also just be honest of like, hey, I'm not going to make everything. I'm not going to make every work trip, but I'm also not going to make every moment with my son. It's going to come down to picking and choosing what's going to take priority and precedent. And it's always going to be my child over work. And so if he has a music recital on the same day as a mega photo shoot, I will lean on my team to be like, hey, I need you guys to cover that shoot. My baby's performing. I got to check that out. I can't miss that. So I think it's just understanding the priorities and really setting those boundaries on what takes precedent at what time and just making sure that everybody feels good. No matter what my job and my team and 
Jordan Brand, they understand how much I love what I do and they understand how much I love being a mom and how being a mom comes first at the end of the day. So it's all about being honest and setting those boundaries and then allowing everything to flow. That's awesome. I'm a student of like optimal performance. And I'm always curious about people like yourself that are just, you're absolutely crushing it. You got so much going on. You're so busy. You're managing the family life with the work life. I'm curious to know in your personal kind of routine, what keeps you going? Even as detailed as any supplements that you're taking that you notice a difference with or a certain type of diet that you're on that helps keep your energy levels high. Any tips you can give us there? No, I think obviously water is key. You're supposed to drink half your body weight in like fluid ounces, according to sources. And I live through that. Like I'm always drinking a ton of water. I'm also a little bit of a caffeine junkie. I'm not going to lie. So I have to have my coffee in some way, shape or form. (laughs) Otherwise I would be a zombie. But I think honestly working and being physically active in some way, and just obviously putting your health first and understanding like, yes, you are traveling a lot, but you need to rest. You need to eat. You need to be as healthy as possible. And only you can determine that. So for me, it's always making sure I'm hydrated, getting my coffee in when I need to and working out as much as I can and just balancing out when I either have my dinners, have my lunches or whatever, and just making sure I am able to get a good protein, get veggie in and so on. But it's definitely going to be hydrate, food, rest. That's it. Any tips you got on the recovery process and how to unwind because you're so busy, that special time that you have to unwind. Is there anything that you do specifically that really helps? I'm definitely a God-fearing individual and I pray. I'm going to always take the time out of the day and especially in the evenings to just make sure I have my conversation with God and recap my day with him and just let him ease my mind and take the worries or whatever stresses that happen throughout and I'll give it to him. So I always love to make sure I have a time set out to just have those conversations with him and just kind of release anything else that I feel like is out of my control and just allow him to guide me. So when I go to bed and I lay my head down to rest, all those problems or any of those concerns and worries are given to him and I can wake up the next day refreshed and ready to continue my purpose. I've been following your Instagram. So I've seen the religious messages that you're doing. And so that's great that that really helps you to unwind and the spirituality components. That's great. Absolutely. A verse a day. <laughs> That's how we do sometimes. So to wrap things up, for anyone who wants to learn more about you, follow you, learn more about what you're doing, is your Instagram handle, is that the best way for people to follow you? Absolutely. Definitely my Instagram. It's Mickey J. And everyone always asks, where's that come from? My, my middle name is Mikkel. And so I like to shorten that and mix it with the two. So it's literally at Mickey J. And that is the best way to just kind of connect with me. I'm always on social in some way, shape or form, whether it's to decompress or post whatever I got going on in my life, but I stay on there. And if anyone wants to reach out, you're more than welcome to reach out to my email as well. And that's on my social. So definitely stay connected with me on IG. That's awesome. Have you ever done one of these Instagram lives? I do sometimes. It's very rare because even when I do it, like I'll have some followers be like, what are you doing? Did you mean to click this? (laughs) (laughs) I know I got time, you guys. Like It's rare, but like I'm here. So I have done it from time to time, but not as often as people probably would like for me to do it. <laughs> yeah. Someone's telling me they're like, Ross, when you're doing a podcast, you got to have like the Instagram lives going, but like for that, like you need multiple phones going. I commend these social influencers and just like tech savvy individuals. I'm only 29, but I swear, I feel like I'm struggling to stay up to date with everything. So no. And the more I get better at it, the more people will see me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate having you on. For sure. Thanks for having me. 